this is our brand new podcast. So welcome to the very first IELTS VIP podcast. So the premise of this podcast is very, very simple. Uh, what we decided to do was we knew that we wanted to make a podcast, um, but we didn't want to just start doing the exact same thing that we do on our YouTube channel or our Facebook page, you know, just lots and lots of free content. We wanted to make it a little bit special. So what we decided to do was involve our VIP students. And um, so our VIP course is for students who need our personal help and um, with their IELTS preparation. And we decided to involve them by asking them for con contributions in terms of questions. So we asked our VIP group, uh, what do you need help with? Can you give us some things that you're really worried about or some questions? And I will pick one question each podcast and do a real deep dive into that question. So many of the, the live Q&As that we've done in the past, I've just been able to give really quick answers to questions. So podcasts are a great way for you to uh, really dive deep into a question and give a very, very full answer to it. So I hope that it helps you with your IELTS preparation and I hope that it helps you improve your general English as well. The great thing about podcasts is that you can uh, take them anywhere. You know, you can listen to them on the train or the bus on the way to work uh, at lunchtime, uh, before you go to bed, whenever, when you're out for a run at the gym. Uh, they're really, really accessible and really, really portable. So I hope that you enjoy um, our first podcast episode. So without further ado, let's get into the very first question. So the very first question was a really interesting question because I think that it, it touches on the most important thing when it comes to IELTS preparation. So the question was, how can we realize that IELTS is not the enemy and we can get the, whatever score we like? So one of the things that I tell my VIP students is, you can get whatever score you like. And our, our students hear me say this a lot. But this student is obviously frustrated and her question is again, how can we realize that IELTS is not the enemy? So let's think first where this question comes from. This question comes from somebody who is very, very frustrated with failing the test. Like many of you listening to this podcast right now, you might have failed the test once, twice, three times, four times. We've even had students uh, who came onto our VIP course that failed the test 30 times. Um, if you go onto our YouTube channel um, and look up, I think it's uh, Tachika, uh, she failed the test 30 times before she, she joined us. So uh, I'd say 90% of students who we work with have failed the test at least once before they start working with us. So it bec can become a really, really frustrating process. And what I find is you can divide students into two categories. There are really two types of students and this determines their progress and determines their results. And it directly answers this question about how can we realize that IELTS is not the enemy? And it's also about the number one determining factor that will determine your results, which is mindset, which is your attitude to things. So the two categories of students, number one, you have a student who blames everything on anything but themselves. So they'll blame the IELTS test for their poor results. They'll blame their teacher for poor results. They'll blame the test day, you know, something happened, you know, the bus was late or uh, the people, the, the examiner was rude to them or something like that. And they just constantly are 
seeing the IELTS test as the enemy, which is not maybe the best approach, best approach, best and they eat McDonald's every single day, and they blame it on McDonald's, and it's McDonald's fault, and their advertising is too good, and there's just too many McDonald's on every street corner. And obviously, it is the fact that that person went in and put a burger in their mouth rather than it being McDonald's. Or somebody, like in relationships, people who blame their wife or their husband or their boyfriend or their girlfriend for every bad thing that happens instead of accepting responsibility themselves. Um, so it's, it's, it's a really, really powerful thing and will lead to success, not only in IELTS, but in all areas of your life. So let's look at how you can move forward. So if you are somebody who is really frustrated with this test, and that is totally natural, I'm not saying that you should feel guilty if you're a little bit angry and a little bit frustrated. You know, there's so much confusing and conflicting information out there. There's not that many uh, uh, great teachers out there to help you with your progress. There, there are many things that, that uh, you should be a little bit frustrated with. Um, but there are very practical steps that you can take um, that allow you to stop blaming the IELTS test and start, start seeing it as an opportunity to progress your life. Because why do we do the IELTS test? We do it so we can move to the country of our dreams, get the job of our dreams, um, you know, attend the university of our dreams. So the students that I work with that see that as a tool to, as really a key to their future life are the ones that do really, really well. Uh, the, the, the students that just see it as a chore, a job, just a hurdle to get over, they kind of struggle a little bit. So. Let's give you a few things that will really, really help you. Um, number one, accept ownership of your own life. No one is to blame for your problems apart from you. You are the, the only person that you can blame for the, the situation that you are in. If you're failing on the reading test, do more reading. If you are failing on the writing test, get someone to look at your test and give you feedback on it. If you are failing on the speaking test, go and find a speaking partner. All of those things are within your control and within your power. And if you don't do them, you've only yourself to blame. Number two, learn what IELTS want, especially on the reading, te reading test, um, uh, for all parts of the test, really. Um, but the productive skills, the, the speaking test and the writing test, uh, find out what the marking criteria says. Find a teacher who is going to teach you um, in accordance with the marking criteria. Uh, many people complain about um, IELTS is a subjective test and you know it depends on what examiner you get. It doesn't. It's an objective test. They're applying objective criteria. Every single examiner is trained in the exact same way in, uh, and is applying the exact same criteria. So find out what they want. If you don't know what IELTS want, then how are you going to give it to them? Number three, identify the specific reasons why you are failing. So this is about feedback. So uh, let's think about writing. Some students have a problem with grammar. Some students have a problem with vocabulary. Some students have a problem with how to write a, an essay, the structure of an essay, an introduction, a main body paragraph, um, a conclusion. Some students have a problem with generating ideas. And some students have problems with um, actually specifically answering the question. Everybody is different. You're all individuals. And I've never met a student that I couldn't look at their writing and within 10 minutes 
find out exactly why they are getting 6 or 6.5 because it's objective criteria. But it's up to you to find out that information. You must seek out expert advice and you must, it's your responsibility to not find some cheap, you know, the cheapest teacher in your local area that is charging, you know, $10 for an eight week course or something like that. Do you think that person is giving you reliable advice? Take responsibility for your own actions, find a good teacher, get them to tell you exactly why you are failing, and then you can start to work on those weaknesses. Get the help you need. If you do not get the help you need, you've only yourself to blame. Imagine you have you have an illness. Imagine you you know every day you wake up there's a problem with your you have a, a pain in your chest, or you have a, a lump under your arm or something like that, and you're worried that it's cancer. If you wait a year or two years or five years and then you die instead of just going to the doctor, then that's your fault. It sounds a bit harsh, but it's true. You could have just went you just went to the doctor and they could have helped you. Um, same with, you know, if your car is broken down or you've got, uh, you know, a problem with your car and then you crash your car because of you didn't fix the problem, you didn't take it to a mechanic, that's your fault. Um, it's up to you to find the help that you need. Um, and the last thing, and this is the most important thing, take action, do something. Do not just listen to this podcast and think, oh, that was good advice and then not do anything with it. It's far more powerful to, like I might make a hundred podcasts. It's more powerful to listen to one and take action on that podcast, on the things that are cont contained in that podcast, than to just do nothing. Um, and it's really, really important that you do take action. There are specific reasons why you are failing. Find those out, get the help you need, take action, and you're going to improve. So that's pretty much it for our very first podcast. Hope that you enjoyed that. And, and I think it was a really good question because it doesn't matter if you get into detail on, let's say you want to, you know, you want to learn um, how to write an introduction or a main body paragraph or how to answer a part three speaking question or a true false not given um, reading question. It doesn't matter um, if somebody gives you amazing advice on how to answer a question if you have a really, really poor mindset and a poor attitude if you blame every, everything on everybody else. Um, but if you take responsibility for your own performance, then you're going to see massive results. I have never met a single student who had that attitude that didn't get the score they need. But I've met thousands of students who have the opposite attitude, blaming everybody else for their problems, and they fail every single time. So um, last but not least, uh, we have today's Tuesday. Um, so if you're watching this today, Tuesday, the, what date is it? The 19th? 18th. So today is the 18th of September. Tomorrow, on the 19th of September, 2018, we're going to start our $1 challenge. Uh, we do this about every six months. About every six months, we get uh, lots of people into a group, um, about 2,000, 2,500. We charge them just $1.00. We give them hundreds of dollars worth of value and we take you from somebody who's not very familiar um, or doesn't really know how to write a task two writing, um, a task two essay. Um, we take you at, by the end of the week, it's a five day challenge, you will know exactly what to do. So if you are interested in this, 
we will have more information for you tomorrow. Um, so make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, um, and you'll find out information about that. Go to, just Google IELTS Advantage Facebook or IELTS Advantage YouTube, um, and you'll be able to go there, subscribe, and you will get all the information you need from there. Thank you very much. I'm Chris Pell from IELTS Advantage, and that was our very first IELTS VIP podcast. Hope that you enjoyed it, and see you again soon. Bye-bye.